Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, friends, and welcome to the mini edit from Edit Your Life. In these snack-sized mini episodes, I answer your questions about everything from self-care to parenting to relationships to home and more. Think of me like that friend you text or call when you need a quick piece of compassionate and candid advice. Send me your questions. Today's question came via Instagram direct message and is, how do you recommend getting back into a movement routine? This is such a great question because ruts or diversions from routines are inevitable because we are complex mammals living complicated lives. Even though I do love routines, the reality is that the stressors of life can also get in the way, and there's absolutely no shame in that. You might not be surprised to hear that generally speaking, when it comes to building a routine from scratch or building one back into your life, I advocate for small steps because while big goals can be splashy and wonderful and aspirational, they can also be overwhelming and overwhelm can get people frozen in their tracks. If you want a full episode on the power of small steps, I recommend you listen to Embracing Micro Goals. In this episode, I talk about this perspective further, and I also share some specific examples of a number of micro goals I'm working on in real life. I've made a ton of progress on these micro goals in the past couple of months because they're micro. Now, there are four simple questions I want you to consider in order to help you get back into a movement routine, and I will get to these after a quick break. Are you, like pretty much every parent of younger kids I know, looking for a smart entertainment option for your kids? Designed for kids ages six and up, Mysteries About True Histories, also known as Math, How Smart Is That?, is a weekly podcast full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and humor. And while kids will enjoy the stories anchored around characters like troublesome trolls, pirate queens, and mysterious aunts, adults can benefit too. I admittedly delighted in learning a thing or two about Pythagoras and triangles in one episode. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time-traveling adventures. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code-breaking, pattern-solving, and more, all weaving humor in with education to make learning fun. Episodes drop every Thursday and are about 15 minutes long, a great length for transition times during the day or a bedtime treat. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. 
You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Hello, friends. The first question I want you to consider is an overarching one, and it is to ask yourself, what would be fun and nourishing for my body right now? Just do a quick brainstorm and jot down some ideas. I also think it's a good idea to think out of the box and include activities you've been interested in trying but haven't yet, because sometimes the fun and joy of something new can propel you more readily towards an activity. The second question is, what can you do that is logistically the least complicated? For example, I am a person who took three years to use a 10-pack of prepaid classes to a yoga studio less than a mile from my house because of two things. First, I found that it was too hard to align with the class schedule. And then second, even when I did find a class that worked time-wise, it felt like a real drain to get to the studio early enough to get a spot near the wall because I soon learned that I do not like being surrounded on four sides by people in yoga and then to do the class and then get home and cleaned up. So logistical barriers are real. Whatever is the least complicated, you're probably going to have a better likelihood of activating on. The next question is, what activity doesn't require adding new, potentially prohibitive options to your life? Here I'm thinking specifically that adding something like a gym membership or new workout gear might be prohibitive from a financial perspective and or the rabbit hole that comes in researching options. I cannot tell you how many rabbit holes I've gone down when I'm looking for something as seemingly simple as a pair of running sneakers, but it's real. And then the last question is, what time of day am I most likely able to fulfill a commitment to movement? You will know your schedule best. For me personally, I know if I don't do something in the morning, it's just not going to get done. So considering all these questions, what does this look like for me right now? I will say that last year I did start experimenting with running again because it checks those boxes of easy to launch from home, able to do it in the morning, but it didn't take long before I injured myself. (laughs) And I knew that I still wanted something that was one, not complicated, two, possible to maybe even do in my PJs, and three, something I could do straight away in the morning while also feeling like that very first overarching question, fun and nourishing to me. And so for me, it's quite simple these days. It means yoga or a brisk walk. 
And because I have oriented around these low barriers to entry, daily morning movement has now become part of my routine and it is simple and fun and it's been really easy to stay with it. For those of you who like to-do lists, I have movement as a recurring daily to-do at 7.30 on my to-do list and it gets done every day. I hope this was helpful. And if you have a question for me, please drop me a line at edityourlifeshow at gmail.com or direct message or comment on a post at Facebook or Instagram at Edit Your Life Show or Dr. Christine Co. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.